are having some good conversations. I'm wondering how many of you have been telling love, love stories to people at your table. Canute, uh, the big boss, has had a suggestion that uh, if you have an interesting story about love, whether it worked out or didn't work out, you could come up to the mic and give your name and tell a story. Uh, as well, if you don't have a specific question, but if you have a question, that's okay too. Uh, so uh, remember, you're going to you're going to give your name and ask your question or tell your story, and uh, and and if you're looking for matchmaking advice, Sandra can probably give you some. So I'll call Sandra back to the to the mic. Hi. Hi, I'm Henning Mundel. No, I'm not asking for matchmaking advice. No, we've been married for 50 years. Okay. Uh, but I have a couple of questions for you. So you've been in operation for two years. Can we ask you how many clients uh, you've had that you've matched up? So I, I just two, more than two years ago, I, my first four months, I work for free because I need clients. So I was working with my friends and the friends of my friends. And after this, when I have a good number of clients, I uh, start a business. And I cannot tell you how much because their answer is, I, my youngest client is 23 and my mm -hmm. oldest is 84. So if I tell you I have 1,000 is an example, Probably I have so much young people and no mm -hmm. mature people. So just I can answer, I have that enough people to match. Mm -hmm. This is the answer. So yeah. could be whatever quantity they are ready to for long-term relationship and is they is enough to match. <laughs> I, I have a follow-up question that yeah. um, your own relationship was through online. Yeah. I realize you're not doing online. Yeah, totally. And just today in the paper, yeah. there was quite an article on yeah. all the scams online. Yeah. So have you made the conscious decision, no online at all? I know, good question. So I met my husband 10 years ago when online was different. Online has had, sorry, uh, rooms, room chat rooms was not like now, like a thousand and thousand of people. It was a little more limited and new, and I was lucky because when I was when I was online the first time, and I received from more than two thousand nine hundred yeah. message from many people, teenagers, and. The, no, it's, it was ridiculous the, the response of this, this, um, this message. So I was lucky to find my husband just to answer me. The other, I never, I, I don't know. But just one, and I said, wow. The filter was like this to this. And always, every day, I told my husband, said, it's incredible, we are lucky. We are, 
And really, it's, it's in, every day, he says, Sandra, I am lucky, me too. So you could be a bad person, you too. <laughs> so it, it's, it's like a one in, I don't know, one million, I don't know. But I recommend my sons, my sons are an adults, I recommend them. And all the people, just be careful. I'm not saying it's bad things. No, everybody has different, different preferences. And they can do whatever they want, and you can find people for one night, one week, or for the rest of your life, whatever you want. But just be careful. Just be careful because many, many information is fake. I told you because many clients I have, they had very bad experience, and I, I am impressed about how they survive this experience. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, Barb Phillips. Uh, well, I could be a poster child myself, but it would be for eHarmony. So I'm wondering, do you have a, any of the stats? I'm sure they're out there for your type of matchmaking as opposed to online, such as eHarmony and countless other ones that we see advertised on television. Or I guess the old fashioned way of sitting in church or something and oh, looks pretty good and then mm. that type of old-fashioned relationship I don't know I don't know the stats but all I know is I answered keep your filter small you're right and so for Lethbridge because that's where I did uh, eHarmony I kept it to the minimum distance which is 50 kilometers because no I'm not going to Montana to have a coffee and you're not coming to Lethbridge to coffee with me so Block. Anyway. <laughs> so I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> yeah, so my clients are from Leverage, the majority. So it's easy for me to find here the, my clients. And I extend a little more Raymond, Caldwell, Colhurst, Gladelholm. Nanton, I have some clients from Calgary, Canmore. If you want to travel, I have clients from BC. If you want to travel more, I have a couple clients from Newfoundland. If you want to travel more, 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 I have clients from Mexico, Peru, Argentina, uh, Nicaragua, uh, Colombia, and some in Spain. So depend what you want. Is the service I will give you. But the majority of my clients are from Lethbridge. I see needs in Lethbridge. I can see this. So much students and so much people older than 60 years old I have. So yeah, so Lethbridge is a good place to meet someone. Why not? And if, if it's secure, yeah, it is it's better to have a matchmaker. So I have a friend, she's from Toronto, she's Jewish. And she says that uh, Jewish people use matchmakers. It's very common, very, very common. And other religions use matchmakers too. And she says in the community of Toronto, I will speak a little about Toronto, uh, for 20 girls, Jewish girls, around 20 and 23 years old, is one man. So matchmaker is working always in these communities and find for this man the best candidate. 
but it's incredible because they match the couple, but they match the families too. So they ask families if they match, if they love each other, if they have connection, if not, no. So they, if normally it's a, a complete match. And the cost, of course, is much more expensive. They ask for between 15 and $20,000, the service. This is, my service is more, more social service, don't be scared. <laughs> it's social service. But when the matchmaker is really, really a huge business, it's very expensive. But anyway, people can pay. So, so much communities and people, they, they can pay for this. Hello, my name is Knut Peterson. Thanks very much for coming today, Sam. Thank you. Uh, my question relates to we, we live in a world where there's all kinds of uh, relationships happening. Uh, I just wonder if have, have any sex, sex, same sex couples ever contacted you in terms of matchmaking? I cannot understand very good a question. So. so Two men or two women want to get together. How, how many men or how many women? Yeah, have, have anyone contacted you? They are looking for a man. A man is looking for a man. A woman is looking for a man. Oh, okay. I, I accept people. Thank you. So I accept people from all the people. My business is open for everybody. But now I have no clients, like you said. Not yet. Not yet. I have not. Yeah, yes, I have a woman looking for a man and a man looking for a woman. Yeah. I'm Mike McKaig, and uh, I'm married to the gal that uh, mentioned the success of our online situation. What she didn't mention was, uh, and you've brought up the, the costs and what happened with uh, the, the online program we were using was... Uh, <clears throat> I was widowed and I decided to, my brother actually sent me to, to online and I, I went on to it, but they wanted $40. And uh, I thought that was a little expensive. So I, I just left my name in there and waited and a couple of weeks later they gave me a deal for $9. So I went ahead and, and first, first person I met was Barb. And right away she wanted, you know, she had that limited space that she wanted and I was living in Raymond so my first question I had to answer was why I was living in Raymond but then <coughs> the other thing that we did is even though we were she was in Lethbridge I was in Raymond we didn't meet for about four months we communicated and we each filled out those questionnaires I think we answered 900 questions and then it showed us so by the time we met, we pretty much knew that we were on the same page. The only little difference was she's a real lefty and I had to be drugged that way a bit. <laughs> no. Uh, Terry Shillington, <clears throat> I hope the McKagan Phillips can settle their affairs uh, afterwards, maybe. <laughs> um, 
I have two, uh, two questions, really. One is about uh, my just wondering whether uh, we're having a lot more trouble in this age um, uh, forming uh, healthy relationships because, because community is breaking down uh, and there aren't the old-fashioned ways to meet people at the country dance or, you know, it, when, uh, when I grew up, you, you would <coughs> see lots of uh, young women at the, at the country dance that happened every two weeks or quite frequently. So I wonder if, we're, if we're, there's more of a need for the matchmaking now than there used to be for that reason, or, are, or do we have far higher standards about what a match would mean? And that's one question. Okay. <coughs> so the question was, why a matchmaker here in, in Lanbridge? Yes, exactly. This is exactly for the reason I was, uh, I was, I decide to be a matchmaker because when I moved here from my city, my city is four millions of population, and when I moved here, say, oh my gosh, where is the people here? <laughs> and I, I asked my husband how the people connect. He cannot answer because for them, for you, are very normal. For for me, no. And I say, how the people connected? If you live in Raymond, you want to meet someone from Gladys home, how do you do it? Or, or, or for, from Calgary or whatever. So how do you do it? And I said, why not matchmaking and I can, I can connect people? So this is the reason for the reason I want to help here, here in Lethbridge especially. I am in love in this city um, because I think they need a matchmaker. So the couple, I, the second testimony I, I gave, I showed you, that he is from uh, Calgary and she is from here. So they will never meet if it was not for me. And he was really, really looking for someone and they are super grateful. I don't know, she told me I will be single for years if you was not, if you, Given all these, uh, you are not here in Lethbridge. So for the reason I know, uh, Lethbridge need help. Ne definitely, definitely Lethbridge need help. Okay. Doesn't matter if it's few population, I don't care. This is not my business. I will never be billionaire with this business, I know. But I do because I love and I want and I like. So always, I, I am a teacher, so I, I, am, I am a social worker and I, it's a social service. I do this because I know someone needs me here, I am sure. Okay, second question <coughs> is yeah. a, a comparison with Mexico, really. I'm curious about the Mexican culture. <laughs> like, you've lived in both cultures. Uh, is there the same need for matchmaking in, uh, in the Mexican culture, or does it, does it work quite differently? No, in, in my city, is ma matchmaker is not common. I think so they have one. Because people Robert, have different oh, no. ways of meeting each other or what? No, because in Mexico it's different. The, the ex express love is totally different than here. We are very open. We are very, if, if you like someone, you go direct with her and says, I like you, are you married? No, can I invite you this night for um, tomorrow for a coffee? And yes. Also, it's very common to find someone in, in, in my country, in Latin country. So as a Latins, we are very, 
open to express emotions and feelings and it's very, it's normal, very, very normal. And here, no. When I moved here, I said, how they meet each other? And this culture has like a rules. You have to be slow and different than in my country. In my country, if I am single, I can receive today flowers for I don't know who, and I say, wow, thank you. And this, in here in Lethbridge is, no, it's different. Different cultures, totally different cultures, yeah. My name is Henry Heinen, and a couple of observations first. Yeah. I have a much older brother who always said, listen, if you marry the wrong one, it's too soon. If you marry the right one, you waited too long. And I've always kept that in mind. Another observation, I always uh, told my students in high school that, you know, if you're going to make this work and be in it for the long haul, it will take your lifetime to get to know the woman you are going to be living with. And I say that after 52 years myself. The, th the third observation, my wife and I agreed very early on that we would never argue or blow our stacks in front of our children. Oh, yeah. We would always do that when they were asleep, maybe in the bedroom, yes. because kids don't handle that very well. Mm -hmm. My question is, can you give us a little bit of background in terms of the various ages that you're dealing with, like you know, teenagers, early 20s, divorced people, widowed people, that kind of stuff. Have you got any stats on that? Any numbers on how many are married, have been married and divorced, and how many are younger, how many are older? I don't have this statistic about how many are divorced or how many. I don't have this statistic, really. I was checking two years ago in census about the quantity of girls or women in Lethbridge and everything was in my business course, but I have not this number. But about what you say, the first words you says about marriage and don't fight in front of kids, because I, I am living my second marriage. Definitely the key of the good and long marriage is respectful, is admire your couple, is surprise every day your couple, and is give. Definitely give is the most important. Since the morning you have to give. I cook for my husband a Mexican breakfast every morning. Doesn't matter if I am sick or whatever. It's a Mexican breakfast every morning because I give this since the morning, and this is something we have to do if we want to long-term relationship. But the statistics, I'm so sorry. I have no statistics. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I, answer, I understand that question. But I don't have statistics now. Yeah, 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 it would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question that is coming. Uh, I have a question. Do yeah. you have, what happens if you get a client and you. No, you can use this. Um, my question is, if you get somebody uh, who wants to be matched and you can't find anybody that is, is a match for that particular person, male or female, what happens? Oh, good one. 
Good question, Mary. <laughs> happen, for of course happen. I have a beautiful people in my database that I cannot match. I don't have a person in my database. I don't know why. Could be because they're very picky and they are looking for a super special. I, I had a client that gave me a three pages like this. I want a woman, this, uh, whatever, body style, the hair, long hair, red hair, say, you know what? When I, he finished, I say, I have no this person. No, he says, take your time. Don't worry, take your time. But I take long time. I, I cannot find this person. So it's very difficult to find a specific, specific personality. Or even some people say, uh, I want a person, but I don't want the parents are divorced. Wow. So I have to ask, your parents are divorced? So little things like that. Uh, the filter is like this. Uh, they have many possibilities to find someone. But they say, OK, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. Finally, one or nothing. Just always I says, this is my service. If you want wait, you can wait. Because when I ask for registration, the registration is for all the time. It's not for months. It's not for six months and a year. It's for the rest of the time. So just they wait. It's the same in, in, in online. So you go online, and you have to put, OK, I want a girl with red hair, with this and that, and that is very specific. Probably you will find this in Ireland. Could be. But I don't know. <laughs> so it's not easy, but it's not impossible. So I recommend people be a little more flexible. Humans, we are humans. We are imperfect. So the same thing is when I match people and I show photos and I say, oh, I, I don't like his photo. Okay, but just try to meet this person face to face. When I met my husband online, he had the most horrible photo I never see in my life. <laughs> so really, really, I, no, I am not here for his photo. It's because for he, for, for, because we are, very, we are very compatible. But the photo was terrible. So just I recommend people, like you said, if you are flexible, you can find many options. If not, take your time. Take, take time, definitely. Yeah. <coughs> Dave Major, thanks for your talk. It's quite interesting. <laughs> um, one of the questions at our table, and that hasn't really been asked, is, and it's not very romantic, but how does the business end of it work? Like, let's suppose a person comes into your office and says, I want to find a mate. How does the business end of it? Like, do I pay you? Or Yes. So, so who pays, and when does the payment happen? So I, I asked for a registration. What this money, $50. This $50 I use, I pay gasoline, I pay rent, and I pay the most expensive, advertising. You cannot imagine how, more, how much I pay. So sometimes the magazine is $1,000 for two pages in February. I pay so much, and sometimes I pay from my pocket. 
this is, that's it. I ask for $50 and I work. But if I find a person for you and say, Sandra, this is the person definitely for my life, you pay me 250 per person. It's 250 per person. And this helped me to pay the same. Advertising. So this is, so far, is not a business. Probably in five years will be a little bigger and bigger. But now, it's not a business. But I don't care. I don't okay. care. So this is, is your, your question? This is your, it's OK? Yeah, it's kind of a dragon's den kind of question, I guess. <laughs> I don't know it was a question. Do you have a business plan, or, or is it Yes, I, I had a business plan, and my, my manager says, matchmaker is not a good business. She told me. And I answer, I don't care. I will do this, and I will take a risk, and I will help people, and when I, I, I finish uh, uh, all the process, and I am very satisfied with uh, everything I do. Probably this will be business, a good business in, like uh, all the business in five years. Yeah. I wondered if there's any interesting stories. Are you going to tell a story about romance? No, my story <laughs> was not a successful one, so I will not mention it. <laughs> okay. Although I had, I have three daughters, so I'm not complaining. Right. My question relates to, there's a big difference dealing with uh, young people, matchmaking young people as opposed to my age, for example. Yep. There's a lot, of, lot more Baggage. Different, different things at play when mm -hmm. you're much younger. Yeah, it's different. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, with young people is fast. Young people, when I match, when I talk with young people, Yesterday, I received two girls 25 years old. Um, and always I says, be careful, don't be fast, because they are so fast. And before one month, they say, Sandra, I live with my a couple. I say, no, don't live with them, just wait. So they are happy, they are, they are brave, they want to live together immediately because they, are, they are, feel are, uh, have so much compatibility. And people older 60, they are more, take time, take the time, and sometimes says, can you give me a little more time? I don't know if she is a person. Of course, I extend my time, I say, do you need one week, two weeks, three weeks? No, I don't know. Depend the person, I don't want the, my clients to be rushed, that this is not, uh, yes, this is not competition, just, of course, just take your time, and yes, it's different. Young people is more faster in decisions. Yeah. I have a story. Uh, we were married at 21, so we were under this when we first had our first date. Uh, and talk about communication and issues around communication. Uh, we went out. I can't remember what time it was. Do you remember? 7 o'clock. <laughs> okay. So we're going out for 7 o'clock, and he said something about a movie. So I thought, I better eat first. Guess what? I ate. He was taking me for dinner. I had to eat again. <laughs> you can tell by my shape, that wasn't a difficult thing to do. So, <laughs> so I, and that began uh, a lifelong time of going out for meals. Yeah. Okay. Any other stories? 
You had a story you were going to tell on a friend. <coughs> Terry. Those dice. <laughs> He's not going to name them. Yeah, no, this is a story that uh, a, a group of men, it was told in a group of men, I just thought it was a funny story, but, but <clears throat> he, it was his first date with, uh, with uh, this woman who's now his wife, and uh, he had been at a, at a sporting event and wearing sweatpants, and they were using a locker. Anyway, he forgot to uh, bring his wallet along, and he realized, and, and so they got halfway through the meal on their first date, and he realized he didn't have any money. So <laughs> that, was, that was the beginning of, anyway, she, uh, she paid for the meal and uh, probably was a good investment because they're still together. But. <laughs> Thank you. Any other stories or any final comments? What would you like, uh, what, Sandra, what would, oh, Mark's coming, okay. So Mark Edel's my name. So my wife Karen and I were at university and we were part of a group of friends and we were together and she had a boyfriend and I had a girlfriend and just at exam time in November of 74, she came up to me and she says, can you believe it? He dumped me. And I said, can you believe it? She dumped me. <laughs> and so we were both dumpies and we cried on each other's shoulders and the rest is history. We've been together since then. Thank you. Mm. <clears throat> Comes Bev, 50 mm. years plus. Well, this was a long time ago. I was 20, Henning was 23. So um, um, Henning had been asking me out, but I couldn't. I couldn't go out. I had various other things going on. So uh, finally, it was American Thanksgiving, and we're in the U.S. and I'm an American. So I thought, oh, this poor Canadian. They, certainly, they don't have Thanksgiving up there with all the igloos and ice and everything. So um, I'll invite him for Thanksgiving because my family was always saying, bring someone from university, bring someone. So we were having Thanksgiving at my, my aunt and uncle's house. And my parents come up to University of California at Davis, pick us up. We drive out to Vallejo where we're having Thanksgiving. And we women are in the kitchen doing, you know, cutting the pies and all this kind of crap. And the men, my dad, his brother, my cousin, and Henning are in the living room. And the next thing I hear out of the corner of my ear is my uncle saying, okay, Prost, cheers to the new member of the family. And I look out and they're all cheering to Henning with scotch. Well, I was mortified. I thought, I'm never going to see this person again. But we did. <laughs> Sandra, have you a little piece of advice you'd like to give us or get us thinking about? You know, the advice is never give up. Love is love. Love is the most beautiful feeling you can experience. So never, never give up. Love is beautiful. That's it. Thank you to Sandra. <laughs>